find out what your gift is and pursue it with everything in you. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf Bar. Just eat real food available at JerfBar.com. It is Finance Friday. We're talking about all things money mindset. Today, we've got Steve Harvey back on the show. And Steve is talking about a, a few different topics. It's not just money mindset. He's talking about finding your gift. If you haven't heard Steve's earlier quote of the day show about finding your gift, go back, find it, and listen to it. It's one of my favorites of all time. And it's never too late to find your gift. There's a lot of people out there who feel like, oh, it's too late. I've I've passed my time. It is never too late. He also talks about how you become what you think about. Earl Nightingale said that a long time ago. James Allen wrote an entire book about it, and it's so true. You become what you think about. And he also talks about scripture and poverty and prosperity and riches. And I may have told you a couple of weeks ago that one of the things I like to do in my spare time is read the interpretation of scripture because I want to know what it really means. And I grew up in a Catholic church. It was just all good. And I grew up confused about money because, you know, God wanted me to live abundantly, but at the same time, a rich man couldn't get into heaven. And when you think about that, it is very, very confusing, especially as a young child. And so Steve talks about a passage in the Bible that a lot of people have misinterpreted. And I really want you to check this out. So here's Steve Harvey. Your gift is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's your God-given gift. You ain't got to trip on it, wonder about it. It's what you do better than anything else. Now, whether you've chosen to make that your life's work or not, that's your choice. But I got news for you. If you don't ever pursue that, you ain't going to ever be happy. It's some unhappy people in this room today because there's some people in here doing what people expect them to do and doing what was required of them, and they just got locked into it. Now you got bills and the family and you don't really want to pursue your dream. So now you got the job and you just going to ride it all the way out. There ain't nothing wrong with that. If your job is what you gifted at doing, this man is going to retire this year. But he's been in the education of young people's minds. He's been shaping young people's minds for 30 years like that. That's what he was gifted to do. But if you're sitting up in here and you ain't happy and you in misery, it's because you ain't pursued your gift. And I'm telling them young people over there with them blue shirts on and them striped ties, find out what your gift is and pursue it with everything in you. Because ain't nothing worse than getting a degree and you don't even want it after you get it. Because a degree ain't nothing but a piece of paper hanging on a wall. Now, it signifies that you have the ability to complete a task, but your life is made up of what you do with it. Life is 10% what happens. It's 90% of what you do about it. You got to do something with your life, man, that makes your heart beat in the morning when you wake up. See, people ask me all the time, how you do all these jobs, Steve? Because I like all my jobs. You cut your radio on 240 times a year. I do a four-hour live radio show. How you do that every morning? 
Well, the main reason they got a nice check, but other than that, I wake up in the morning, I give people some inspiration, I play music and I tell jokes. Okay, boom, I like doing that. Then I go to a talk show. I live in Chicago eight uh, months out the year, 34 weeks, I tape 180 talk shows in Chicago. Why you do that every day? Cause I love doing it. Then I go to Atlanta, I live in Atlanta, and in nine weeks, I take 200 episodes of Family Feud. Man, how you tape all them shows? Once again, they have a check attached to this. <laughs> but I love what I do. If you cut your TV on, it's obvious that I love what I do. I'm always smiling because God has given me the life of my dreams because I'm living in the gift he gave me. If you live in your gift, man, it changes your life. Do something about your gift. Listen to me, I don't care what job you got now. If it's something that really burns on the inside of you, you ought to go do that. I don't care how old you are. How come you think Kentucky Fried Chicken, how come you think that man on the side, how, why you think he old? Because his recipe got discovered when he was 68. That ain't the picture of the colonel when he was 35. He damn near 70. But he been frying chicken. You know, he didn't just wake up and start frying chicken. He been frying chicken with this secret recipe for years. It took him a long time for it click, but he kept frying chicken, man, till he became the biggest chicken joint in the world. You can't go nowhere and don't see Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, it ain't real chicken. <laughs> but when he was living, it was real chicken, though. It really was chicken. It was the actual parts. If you peel that skin off that Kentucky Fried Chicken, you're in for a surprise. It don't look nothing like that chicken breast is just a ball of meat. <laughs> but he hit it. When is it too late to hit it? When is it really too late to hit the jackpot? When is it? When you're 60, that's too late? You don't want to be rich then? What, you're 65, too late for you to be rich? When is it too late to hit it? Man, put some spark in your life. Have something to wake up about that make your heart beat in the morning. Have a joyous spirit when you wake up in the morning. Here's another principle of success. I'm gonna tell you what rich people talk about all the time. You know what rich people talk about all the time? They talk about money, all the time. Oh, they don't talk about too much else. Rich people talk about money all the time. The rich people in this room just put their head down. <laughs> all the principles of success is in the Bible. See. A man is as he thinketh. So, what you think, excuse the grammar, but that's what you is. Don't think it make better sense. Bad grammar makes better sense sometimes. <laughs> if a man is as he thinketh, then what you think is what you is. That make real good sense to me. <laughs> See, yeah. I like to keep it where people remember stuff I say. So rich people, you know what they do to talk about money. Now when you talk about money around people, they get tight because they don't want to hear the money. Well, money's not everything and, and money, money can't buy you happiness. They ain't got no money.
Money might not buy you happiness, but it park you right in front of happy house. <laughs> you can get out, ring doorbell, see your happy home. <laughs> it's, it's nothing wrong with money. People, so many things have been said over the years. When rich people get together, they talk about money. They talk about business all the time. It's nothing wrong with that. See, we, we go to church and we learn the wrong thing. You know what messed me up, man? When I was little, I went to church in, in Cleveland, you know, and um, a preacher would always say, he says, hard for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven as it is for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Now, me and the rest of the ignorant members, we thought that you was trying to take a needle with a sewing thread and push a camel through it. All the people in my church collectively decided they didn't want to be rich because they wanted to go to heaven. I was sitting there 10 years old. I wasn't really buying into this because I was trying to figure out how I was going to get this camel into this hole. Because I didn't know what they was talking about because I wanted to be rich because this po poverty was, I was allergic to it. I, I itched all the time. I just came from being poor, you know, I just, it's just fine just to be digging in yourself sometime. Cause you're poor. Poor poverty is uncomfortable. First of the month come, your whole butt tighten up. You, just like somebody squeezing lemon juice down the crack of your behind. Cause it's the first of the month. All this stuff is due, shot. That's your butt, shot. Just tightening up. Cause you ain't got the money. Why would I not want no money? I live in the hood. I want out. I need money to get out. But at my church, they say, this is hard for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven as it is for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. So I bought into that. I was about 30, about almost 38. I was in Hollywood. I was driving down the street. I ran up in a Donnie McClurkin. He was coming out of a studio on Sunset. I was in the truck smoking a cigar. I saw Donnie. I said, hey, man, what's happening? He said, hey, Steve, man, this was one of the first years I had hosted Celebration of Gospel. And um, I was going to quit hosting Celebration of Gospel because I didn't like the gospel community because they didn't like me. You know, backstage, they'd be saying stuff like, I don't know why he is hosting our gospel show. He ain't saved. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm, I'm here for the check. I I'm, let's be clear about this. I've been in church my whole life, but you know, I, I got, I ain't living no perfect life and I wasn't, but you know, that was my life at the time. And I was going to quit and I was telling Donnie I was thinking about quitting. He said, man, why are you going to quit? I was telling him, man, I said, man, I'm just, I'm just confused right now, man. I said, I don't get it. I said, man, I'm thinking about going back to church, man, but I, you know, you know I want to go to heaven, but man, I, I, I'm making, finna start making this money, Donnie, and and it just don't jive with Christianity. He said, what you mean? And I told him what the preacher, that it's hard for a man to get through the kingdom of heaven as is for a camel through the eye of a needle. So Donnie looked at me a little confused because, you know, he's he a pastor. And I was just telling him, you know, but I'm trying to find a way to, to get the camel in the needle. <laughs> he said, Steve, that's not what it means. I said, what does it mean? He says, in the Middle East, a needle is an ark that is stuck in the sand that looks like a wishbone on a chicken. And they have them to entryways sometimes. 
And when a camel approaches the needle, in order for the camel to get through the needle, he has to kneel and crawl through the needle. And then the camel gets back up. He said, that's what God meant. I said, Donnie, you mean, they ain't talking about a sewing needle? He said, fool, you can't put a camel through a sewing needle. After that, I said, I got to go make me some money. I just humble myself before God like I'm going through the needle and he ought to let me in. But I'm going in with some money, though. All right, that was Steve Harvey. His website is steveharvey.com. He is not hard to find, so just turn on your TV. You'll find some Steve Harvey. He's got his latest book out. It's called Jump, Take the Leap of Faith to Achieve Your Life of Abundance. That's available at amazon.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, go to YouTube and punch in Steve Harvey Speaks at BBCB Summit 2015. That is it for me. Have an amazing weekend. I will see you Monday. Peace. Peace.